Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. Morning, grinders. Welcome back to the Weekend Grind podcast. The Weekend Grind crew is in the house. I'm Josh Surgiant, as always, with my co-host, Mr. Chalk, Travis Mangone. Travis, how you doing today, buddy? Good, good. Uh, yeah, just uh, you know, excited for football, but we still got baseball going on, man. Don't forget, we uh, got contests still to win. So uh, yeah, we got a an, a decent baseball slate. It's split up tomorrow. I kind of wish it was more condensed, but uh, yeah, we got seven. Uh, I think it's like seven in the morning, and then it's all like scattered around, obviously. But uh, we're gonna focus on the main slate, right, Josh? So I think it's seven or eight at night. Yeah, we're gonna focus on the, the seven game night slate here. Uh, I, I feel like this is the the best slate to play. Uh, for the day, so this is what we're going to focus on, get you guys prepared. Uh, yeah, football's been a lot of fun. Definitely excited for that. Glad that week two is coming up. But, yeah, we still have some a little bit of baseball here, some September baseball. It gets uh, gets kind of fun here, right, Travis, with all the call-ups and uh, all the different names popping up and teams with nothing to play for and then teams that are trying to fight hard to get a playoff spot. A lot of things going on at once in the MLB, huh? Yeah, I'm just waiting for the Tebow call it, man. Like, call me when that happens. I'm I've been waiting for that all year. So, yeah, that'll be be exciting to watch, right? But uh, but yeah, so yeah, uh, I just I just want the circus to come to town. That's all. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that that'd be especially for a Met fan like you, right? That's something that you'd get excited about. Would you go see that in person? No, I'm not going to see it, but I'll watch from a distance. <laughs> watch from a distance as your team slowly burns and falls apart. The New York Mets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Travis, the Yankees are doing good, so that's good for me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't stop talking about them. <laughs> Travis has been up playing 2K for hours now, so he's uh, he's having fun with that. But, uh, but yeah, okay. So let's, uh, let's, let's get into these games here. But before we do that, go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at RealJoshuaGiant. That's at RealJoshuaGiant. Follow Travis at TravisMangone, at Travis, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Sure, for any questions or comments, we love interacting with you guys. But yeah, so let's hop into the pitching here, Travis, as we normally do when we start looking at the slate, breaking it down. Different options to look at. One thing that really stands out to me is DeGrom. Uh, not really a heavy favorite here, like barely a favorite, a smidgen of a favorite uh, in SunTrust here against R.A. Dickey. Like, this is the world we're living in now in September baseball, right? Where, like, R.A. Dickey is almost uh, equal to Jacob DeGrom here in Vegas's eyes. I mean, he's been awful, and that Mets lineup's terrible, so I don't hate it. Like, uh, I mean, I get it, though. Uh, I don't know. Drew Rom just hasn't been good, and it's just, like, not the right matchup, right? Like, he's been just, like, so much better at home this season. He's on the road. Then you have, you know, the Atlanta Braves, who don't strike out a ton. Like, I'm just, I just think this is a, a nice stay-away spot from DeGrom. I just think it's just not worth it. I get you can argue the upside is there. But, uh, you know, if it's me, I'd rather play Zach Granke for, uh, you know, on like FanDuel for 200 less, right? I just think I'd rather pay up in this top tier for Zach Granke than Jacob DeGrom. And uh, if if that ends up being why I lose tomorrow, so be it. I'm, I'm okay. 
okay with it. Yeah, so you, you think this is a clear, like, stay-away spot for, for DeGrom? You don't think this is a bounce-back spot for him? I mean, sure, it could bounce back, right? But, like, what are the chances better than Granky in in San Francisco, great pitchers park against a really bad lineup? Like, I just think you go Granky and call it a day. I don't want to mess around with DeGrom. Uh, you know, the Phillies, are, not the Phillies, the Mets are just a mess. So, uh, yeah, I just think uh, just think Granky is, uh, you know, and I guess I'll segue into Granky right now. Like, he's just the clear-cut guy to go to. Um, I get the argument for Madison Bumgarner, too, but he gets got, you know, a really tough Arizona lineup against a guy like J.D. Martinez who does not care uh, who is pitching. Uh, just just a really good team, right, all around in the Diamondbacks. I would just rather play Granky and call it a day. I think he's the uh, best pitching option on the slate, and he's the guy I'm going to target. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Granky is the top option for sure. Uh, Vegas agrees with us. Implied run total for the Giants, 3.42, lowest on the slate. So uh, Granky's certainly the guy, but uh, there are two pitcher sites that we have to look at. And uh, there, there is a, a course game. It's a course slate. So we should try to see if we can find any other cheaper options that might make sense that we might be interested in here. Uh, looking around the slate, Travis, anyone else that stands out to you besides uh, Granky? Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to go with, uh, you know, Cole Hamels against the angels. I think that's a guy that I'm going to pass from, uh, like Zach Davies too, against the Marlins. That game says it's in Miami. I'm pretty sure it's still in Milwaukee. It's in Milwaukee for the series, I believe because of the, you know, all the issues down there. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to take, uh, Zach Davies here in that park. Marco Estrada against the Minnesota twins. I don't think that's a spot I really want to attack either. Um, there's not a lot to love down here. Um, I think it depends, right? Like on a two pitcher site, like DraftKings. like, let me look at the price over there. So I don't have DraftKings up right now. Uh, Josh, are there any cheap guys that are, uh, kind of, uh, you know, coming out to you? It's kind of one of those things where I think at pitcher on DraftKings, I'd rather just, you know, go Granky and then get like a cheap guy. So I'm able to fit in the bats. So that's like any of the mid tier guys that I'm kind of talking about a little bit. I just don't think are guys that I'm interested in. Uh, what about you? Yeah, no, I think you skip all the way down to get the cheapest possible option that you can. Um, you know, it's kind of painful because there's really not a lot of great options. Like, a guy I normally would target here would probably be, like, Graveman against against the Phillies because they strike out a ton, but they've been absolutely ripping the cover off the ball lately. So I feel like it's kind of a stay-away spot. That This Hoskins kid, Travis, my God, right? Just so good. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I think we'd have to stay away from him there. Um but on the flip side of that, I mean, I never like playing him, and he's a guy that I normally wouldn't even consider. But on such a, a slate like this, where there's so much, uh, it's so limited a pitcher, and the depth is so shallow, maybe we consider a, a guy like Lively here against Oakland, who just strike out a ton and um, hope that he just ground balls them to death. Like he 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 does have some good ground ball stuff, and he is in a you know in a spot where maybe he could pick up a few extra strikeouts along the way against Oakland. And he, and he's priced pretty cheaply uh, across the industry. Not not cheap enough maybe on DraftKings at 7.5. Uh, but, like, where else, where else can we go, Travis? Like, you know, that's the question. Yeah, so I don't hate the Lively call. I don't have a hot take on him or anything, but it's against a team like Oakland who strikes out a ton against righties, and he's been getting the job done. Um I don't hate going lively if you have the money, but if you want to save even more, I mean, uh, come on in, Josh. The water's fine. All right, Dickie, man. Uh, you jumping in with me? I don't think that's a terrible idea. Uh, the Mets are just bad. They have all these young guys. It's a guy who throws the knuckleball. And, I mean, like just these young guys coming up that 
basketball ton in their career. I mean, I just think this is a good spot for R.A. Dickey. Uh, Vegas is telling us that too, right? They have no faith in uh, in uh, Cole Hamels at all, or not Cole Hamels, in uh, Jacob DeGrom at all. So, I, I mean, man, I think I'm doing it. Like, R.A. Dickey, if I had to pick uh, one of the cheap guys to go, it's either him or Lively for me. Um, I'm not, not a big Estrada fan. I get his price tag is 7,300 and you know, he's had uh, some decent outings recently, but I just hate targeting the twins. They're not really a team that I like to target and there could be some bad weather there. And the twins have an implied run total, but five, I don't know, Josh, I think that's just a spot that I'm going to stay away from. Uh, for me, it's either R.A. Dickey or Lively. And, uh, I don't think Dickey is the craziest call. I, I kind of like Dickey here now that I'm looking at it. It's interesting. Um, you know, in the last month, his, his totals have looked pretty solid. 21.5% strikeout rate against righties in the last month. 24.6 against lefties. His ground balls have been solid. Sierra, 3.6 for his righties, 2.9 for his lefties. So he's been doing the job, right? He's been doing fine. Um, just picking up strikeouts is, could be kind of tough here because this Mets team, even with the new guys, even though sample size is kind of small, they, they just uh, they don't strike out an absolute ton. So, um trying to find you know where where we could uh where we could get some value i, I guess dickie could be the guy do we still have like can we still consider this a revenge narrative at all travis or you think it's like ship has sailed for a while now no you can i think you can sail that ship i think it's okay um, <laughs> it was two teams ago right so i guess that's yeah uh, I, I i do i just like dickie here i think it makes sense against the young guys uh and he's just been so much better the catchers have like you know been catching him better and like dickie said like he said like a lot earlier in the year like he was like uh man i think i've like figured it out when he said that like i didn't listen like i was just like yeah that's a joke and i should have listened and he has like figured it out right and he's gotten blown up in spots but like that's what the knuckleball will do it will blow up at times right and uh I mean, this is just a slate where there's not a ton of cheap options, and it's just a really bad Mets lineup. Like this lineup is not good. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take a chance on R.A. Dickey, and if I have the money for Ben Lively, I'll consider him, and then I'll kind of make a decision there. But for me, it's those two as the cheap options. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I think everyone else here is kind of just a pass. Is there anyone else that you want to mention here, or, or you think we covered pitching pretty pretty uh, solid here? Yep, I think pitching's fine. Uh. Yeah, there's just not a lot to uh, love. If you can double pay up for pitcher, I don't hate it, right? If you can go like a Granky, uh, man, what would you do? Like Granky, Bumgarner, Degrom, or Bumgarner? I don't know. I just think you. I think what you do is I think you go Granky. You play you you pay for your favorite offense, whichever one it is, and then um, after that you go to uh, one of these cheap guys down here. All right, all right, cool. So with that, we'll move on to the bats now. Let's move on to catcher. Travis, uh, kind of a shallow position here. Were you looking to catcher on the slate, man? If I can get Manny Pena for cheap uh, in that ballpark against a guy like Adam Conley, I definitely like that. On the other side, too, against uh, – against um, oh, man, I'm blanking on his name, Josh. Uh, uh, Zach Davies, yes, Zach Davies. We all know he struggles to strike out people, right? So um, who's the guy that uh, you know is perfect uh, righty against righties who uh, you know hits guys who don't strike out people? That's Jake, JT Real Muto. It's like literally a perfect matchup, so – uh, I like JT Ramuto too. I think he's a really good option there. Uh, obviously the cores bats, right? Like, uh, you can obviously have interest in any of the cores, uh, course catchers that you can find where you find them as a value play. I like that for sure. But for me, uh, I think Manny Pena and JT Ramuto in that same game are, are really good options that I'm going to consider. And obviously, like I said, the cores bats, uh, just depends who's in the lineup. Like, you know, Hector Sanchez, Luke Roy Walters, they're all going to be guys that I, I think are in play. Yeah. I think Ramuto is a good call here. Uh, I definitely like both catchers in this game as well. Um, trying to get a, a, some exposure to this cores game, uh, catcher could be a, a good spot to do so since uh, 
since Tyler Anderson's on the mound, I think Austin Hedges is, is certainly a good play here. I, I do like him a good amount, so I think I'll have some Hedges in my lap. Um, but we'll probably hedge that with another option like Romuto. Uh See what I did there? You see? But, uh, but yeah. No, uh, I, I, missed, I missed the bad pun, Josh. <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I was watching Trevor Bauer on ESPN. Uh, I, I saw he snapped the streak tonight. I missed out on it. So I was uh, I was looking at him, and he was looked really miserable. So, uh, yeah, Trevor Bauer's not a guy. He was such a good spot, Travis. He was. He's a guy no one likes anyways because he hates all DFS players. So I was uh, hmm. kind of happy it happened to him, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, Hedges for me would be the catcher I'm looking at. And Romuto, as you mentioned, I do think that uh, – I think Pena is in a good spot against Conley too. We know they hits lefties really well. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, catcher's not good, right? Like, uh, it's one of those things like wait for the lineups as well. I, I kind of hate saying that, but it's like really true. Uh, it depends on what stack you're going. Uh, it's it's kind of, you know, we kind of know this drill by September. And I think where you can find value plays, obviously, like like Panny Pena is a guy who's uh, a value play like on FanDuel. And like, uh, definitely one of the top ones for sure for like cash games, if you're playing cash games on this slate. Yeah, it just comes down to site-specific plays. So I think that's certainly something we need to look at. Um but yeah, let's uh, let's move on now to first base, the the hot you know, not the hot corner, the 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 loaded position of first base. Um, I think uh, Jesus Aguilar is in a good spot here against Adam Conley. Really like him against lefties, so I'll, I'll have some targets on on him here. Um, Hoskins is obviously someone that we want to play too. He's first base eligible over on DraftKings. Um, I wouldn't mind some uh, some Justin Smoke as long as his game plays. Keep an eye on this Twins game. There's some weather concerns. But uh, I think Justin Smoke's also in a great spot. We know that he hits lefties well. And Mejia, uh, fly ball pitcher in a bad ballpark for pitchers, I think it's a good spot for, for some Justin Smoke. Uh, Will Myers in this course game is a guy I'll definitely want to try to get some exposure to. Um, but, yeah, other than that, just it's, it's – uh, this is a, a tough slate here for, you know, overall, just like there's not a lot of great pitching options, but the hitting options are kind of limited too, I think. But, yeah, uh, that's where I'm going to be looking. If this game's like you said, played in Milwaukee too, I think we could look at Justin Bohr as well on the flip side of that against Zach Davies, who we know struggles against lefties. So um, so that's where I'm at at first base. How about you, Travis? Uh, yeah, so first base, I agree. Like three guys that you mentioned who I think are uh, – you know, real strong considerations tomorrow. Will Myers, Justin Smoke, and Jesus Aguilar, or even Eric Thames if he's in the lab. I think I don't think he will be though. But I think those three are really, really strong plays that you mentioned that you have to have some consideration in. Uh, guy you didn't mention who I like a lot, who I think is a really good tournament play. If you have the money, people are not going to pay for him. They're just not right. Like no one's going to want to pay for this guy is Freddie Freeman. Uh, they should want to pay for him. Right. But everyone's going to see DeGrom and say, I don't know what to really do with him. I feel like, uh, at least that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I mean, he's just been so bad, but like, again, it's Jacob DeGrom, right? Has strikeout upside, but Freddie Freeman's been mashing the ball, hitting the ball 249, uh, Batted ball distance uh, last 15 days with a 94 exit velocity. Like, man, sign me up for Freddie Freeman, dude. I'll take his home run tomorrow. Like, and if it doesn't get it off the Grom, he'll get it off the bullpen, right? The bullpen is atrocious. So, uh, yeah, I, I love Freddie Freeman tomorrow. I think he's a fantastic play. Uh, if you have the money, spend up for him. I, I wouldn't force it in, right? But uh, I like him as a play tomorrow uh, at first base. 
Uh, two more first baseman plays. I'll say, uh, I think, uh, Albert Pujols is interesting. Historically he's hit Cole Hamels pretty well. Uh, I'm not a huge team BVP guy, but he's, uh, done pretty well with like, I think three home runs and batting 333, but 45, uh, at bat sample. And, uh, Pujols has just been crushing the ball recently. So I like him as a cheap first baseman option. And then, uh, you know, Joey Gallo is always a guy. If you are playing a Ranger stack, I would put him in, but I'm probably not going to play him. I'll just go Justin Bohr, the wild Bohr against Zach Davies, who uh, struggles to get people out uh, in a ballpark that is good for left-handed power. And people might not realize that game is in Milwaukee. So, uh, yeah, the wild Bohr I love is an option. I feel like he really just makes that lineup a bit stronger. So I like him a lot too. So those are some, uh, you know, along with the three that you mentioned at the top, I think those are, uh, you know, three other options you can, uh, you know, throw around with in tournaments. All right. Very good. Let's move on to second base now. Uh, Travis kicks off at second. Where are you looking here? Alrighty. So second base. Uh, I mean, I always, uh, I always love to get my Dozier exposure, especially against a fly ball hitter like Estrada, right? I wish it was a lefty. It's not a lefty. So that's kind of uh, the only downside, but, uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, I always like playing. If I have the money, I will. Um, uh, jogging my memory right here, Josh. Actually, you talk about some second baseman plays. I want to look up something on Zach Davies real quick. Uh, but tell us some of your second baseman plays, and I'll uh, finish it back off. Because I want to check something on Davies and make sure I get this right. Okay. Um, second base is kind of a tough spot here, Travis. Uh, like you said, Dozier exposure is definitely uh, usually where we're looking. Uh, weather, though, in that game, so keep an eye on the weather. Um, and, yeah, we do usually like him better against a lefty, but he'll do fine against a righty, especially a guy like Estrada, who's been struggling, so... Like him there. Cesar Hernandez is a guy that I think will get overlooked, but he does really well against righties. So I think that we could definitely look at some Cesar Hernandez here. Um, I also wouldn't mind some D. Gordon since we're going to, you said that Milwaukee Park caters to lefties. We're playing Boar, so I think a fine correlation play would be D. Gordon in the leadoff spot here. Uh, for me, that's probably where I'm going to keep my second base exposure, though. Did you find what you were looking for, Travis? Yeah, so it was uh, trying to make sure, uh, you know, those Milwaukee uh, pitchers don't really have the best. Uh, they're not really not really the greatest with stolen bases, right? It depends on the catcher. Like, if we somehow get Steven Vogt, uh, that'll be a huge bump. But Davies, he allowed last uh, last season, allowed eight stolen bases in, thir- in 28 inning or twenty eight games pitched, and then seven in uh, these 30 uh, games he's pitched this year. So not really a ton of stolen bases. Obviously, D. Gordon's one of those, like, kind of matchup-proof stolen base guys. If the catcher behind the plate is a really bad one, like if it is Steven Vogt, I don't think it will be, but if it happens to be him, uh, then it would make sense to play some D Gordon for sure. I also would want to probably get D Gordon in my, in my Miami Marlins stacks. If I'm playing Miami Marlins stacks. So he's a guy to, uh, obviously like and uh you know we talked about how we don't like adam conley but like neil walker just hit a grand slam yesterday and he's one of those guys who's a pretty streaky hitter uh i'm sure he'll be in the lineup tomorrow uh it would make some sense so i, I like neil walker i think he's interesting uh again i said dozier d gordon's another guy uh yeah so there's some options here i think uh that you can go with but uh yeah, it's not a spot that I'm uh, in love with, I would say. I think there's some guys you can go to. And one other guy, if you want to go to for like a cheap power bat that you can find around the industry is uh, Odor. I know he's uh, I know he's not the most fun roster, but he uh, has upside, and he can hit the ball uh, pretty hard, and he gets a guy like uh, uh, Bridwell. So uh, that's a guy you can go to, but again, he's not the uh, safest option, so keep that in mind when you roster him. Yep, all right. Let's move on to third base now to the hot corner. Uh, for me, Arnado at home is is clearly my top option against Jordan Lyles, uh, almost seven run implied total here for the Rockies. So definitely want to get exposure to them, the, some of those Colorado bats. And after that, it just kind of gets ugly. And there's not a lot of guys I really love. I could see maybe playing uh, Michael Franco uh, for cheap, 3.4K on DraftKings. I believe he's super cheap on FanDuel as well. Um, 
Let's see where he is. Yeah, three point one. So not yeah, as cheap 3. as 1. I'd like. Not as cheap as I'd like. Three point four in Draft DraftKings for the for the relative cap there. Very very cheap over there. So he's probably my top value option. But I'm just gonna try to jam in as much Arenado as at home in my third base spot as I can. How about you, Travis? Oh yeah, so I think it's a payup spot. Uh, I think obviously you can go like one of those twin short uh, third basemen. Uh, I know it's different like on each site, but uh, like Fanduel right here, Escobar's there. Uh, you can easily consider him uh, as an option. I think like though Nolan Arenado and Josh Donaldson against a fly ball pitcher like Mejia lefty. I think those are like two of the top plays, and you want to kind of jam one of them in in cash games. For me, like on Fanduel. I think you just kind of go Donaldson because you probably need the money. If you don't need the money, then you, you know, you can obviously go Arenado. It's a great play, but 1500, uh, difference between Donaldson is definitely a, a very nice price difference. So, uh, I love Donaldson here. I think he's in a fantastic spot. Would definitely be loading up on him. Uh, obviously I think Arenado is a good play. If you're playing, um, Milwaukee stacks. I would want to put Travis Shaw in there. Uh, we, we, we can note like Adam Conley has shown some reverse splits like throughout his career and whatnot, but I mean, it's one of those things. I just don't really, uh, I just don't care. Cause Adam Conley just can't strike people out. Right. He's just not good at that. So, uh, I, I would play like, I like playing like lefty on lefties, uh, because there's a chance that the bullpen, right. If Adam Conley gets blown up early and he's just going to be super low owned and he's probably really cheap because it's a lefty lefty matchup. So in those Milwaukee stacks, I think it's super interesting to do that. Uh, I'm not going to touch Adrian Beltre. They said he was like not going to make it for the rest of the year, and now he's playing. So I I don't know. That just doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I heard uh, Chi say that on one of the shows, and we're like that was just something that really struck me. I was like, yeah, that doesn't make a ton of sense, uh, especially because we I thought Beltre was out too, and then when I saw him alive, I did not understand why. And then hearing that was just like, yeah, this is just a strong stay away for me. So I would recommend that to everyone else too. But uh, I think it's a spot you want to pay up at. Like Arenado and Donaldson are the top two options, and I like the idea of sprinkling in. A, uh, Eduardo Escobar uh, or a Travis Shaw, depending on what you're stacking up, like Twins or Brewers. Uh, I like that too. And yeah, uh, by the way, Donaldson uh, against the lefty all the time for sure. Uh, guess that was just an oversight on my part, but definitely back that play 100%. So uh, yeah, let's move on to shortstop now. Hang on. So yeah, let's move on to shortstop now. Uh, Travis, where are you looking at a shortstop? Uh, yeah, so I guess it's something to note, right? Like, uh, the Phillies have been crushing the ball and they get Kendall Graveman and, uh, it's in Philadelphia and, uh, yeah, it's like a good hitters park and that's just a really downgrade for Kendall Graveman. So like Kenny, uh, Freddie Galvis batting second or Crawford, JP Crawford, who's like a young prospect batting, uh, eighth. I don't mind wrapping around with him and like Philly stacks. I think you got to consider Philly stacks the way that they've been crushing the ball recently. So I don't mind them and shortstop is just an ugly position all around. Jorge Polanco go to i like him he's a good good option from the twins i would definitely consider of course the course options uh you know because it's course field trevor story and salarte i would consider i think there's some options to consider at shortstop none that are really too appealing and it's definitely a spot to look and see if there's hey is there a cheap guy in there that you can punt with to make your cash games work sure but uh not a spot that i love uh and uh yeah, those are kind of the guys I like basically, but it's kind of ugly. I, uh, you know, tried to, uh, tried to put some lipstick on the pig, but Josh, can you do it? Do you have any, uh, do you have any good options here that you can talk about? I do not have anything I could do here. Uh, just go with the cheapest option that correlates to your lineup. That's like the best advice I could give at shortstop. There's no standout shortstops here. Not really a payup spot. So, um, not really anyone guys that you could, yeah, really... and like some. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Josh, and something to note, right? Like, say, like, you really want to play Reese Hoskins tomorrow, like, and you are putting Marcus Semyon in your lineup at 3,900 because you like him a lot. Let's just say you like him, right? An expensive shortstop. And it, it sacrifices Reese Hoskins. Like, no, make sure you get <laughs> Reese Hoskins in your lineup instead and punt with some awful, like, punt with uh, Adam Rosales against the lefty Madison Bumgarner. I get it, right? He could easily get a zero, but uh, I want to make sure I get that, prioritize that bat. So I just want to note, like, shortstop is really ugly, and we should probably prioritize other bats instead. So kind of, uh, I would kind of, like, value the positions, like, differently, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and this is, then shortstop is the the position to save, a position to save at on the slate, for sure. So that's where you'd want to yeah. go. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if Reese. I mean, I'm not trying to say Reese Hoskins is like a lock and load right now. I just kind of he came to my mind oh, because he he's just smashing the ball. He yeah, is. he's just crushing the ball. I mean, obviously Charlie Blackman and Coors is another one. Like, there's tons of top plays in the outfield. But yeah, let's segue from there, Josh. Who are your favorite outfield plays? Um, yeah, I guess we're starting with the Coors bats for me. I'd really like the Colorado lefties, Blackman, Cargo, and Para. All three of them are, are great plays for me. Para finally. Uh, I mean, Cargo finally finding his way to to hitting the ball again, which is nice. Took him a while, right? But. Uh, but yeah, he's coming back now, swinging the stick again. So, like the Colorado lefties, um, wouldn't mind some of these like scrappy righties on on the San Diego side of this matchup, like uh, Margot or uh, Perella or Blash. I think all these guys uh, they're, they're very scrappy, and you put them in a, a ball field where they can score runs. I think they could put up some good points. So, wouldn't mind them. I think that they're in a good spot as well. Um, also, like uh, the the lefty combo of Chua and Mazzara in the outfield of this Texas uh, Angels game, Bridwell is a guy that a uh, young guy who's still trying to figure things out. So I think that Chua and Mazzara are, are a good uh, good way to exploit that matchup. Uh, they're my favorite plays of, of any plays on this Texas offense. And then, uh, but I think uh, a good spot that we could really look at here would be uh, Ryan Braun against uh, Adam Conley in Milwaukee. I think that's a great spot. Like as we mentioned, this game's not going to be in Miami; it's going to be in Milwaukee. So. Uh, take advantage of that good ballpark there. And on the other side of that matchup, uh, Stan, Yelch, and Ozuna, all, all in good spots as well. Uh, so for me, it, it, I think that I'm going to probably try to get as many of these cores outfielders as I can. On Hoskins, too, as you mentioned. Hoskins is an absolute beast. If you get him in, get him in. But he's very, very expensive now, so it's going to be tough to get him and Grinky in there together. But Which is amazing to say, like a hitter and, and a pitcher together like that, but really would limit your cap. So... Uh, try to get these cores outfielders in there, especially those uh, Colorado lefties. And uh, Ryan Braun is my favorite one-off. If I was going to pick a, a one-off outfielder here, it would be Ryan Braun. So that's where I'm at in the outfield. How about you, Travis? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do, uh, you know, sometimes I mix it up. Sometimes I talk about go, like, you know, through the outfielders, uh, through the salaries. I'm just going to go uh, team by team kind of today. Uh, so we'll talk about the Phillies first, right? Uh, Nick Williams, Abdubal Herrera, Althea, Hoskins. Like, uh, I feel like I just want to load up on them against Graveman. I think it makes a ton of sense. I like them a lot. Uh, the one guy I would maybe play against uh, Ben Lively if I wanted to play an A is uh, an Oakland A is uh, Chris, Chris Davis, right? Uh, he's a guy that has just two home run upside, and most uh, you know most people don't, right? And it's just in a small ballpark. This is like the kind of ballpark where he hits two home runs, right? So uh, if you want to throw a dart on him, I don't hate it if you're playing a ton of lineups. But that's about it for me on Oakland side. Mets outfielders, I will pass on completely. Uh, Atlanta's two, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen with me. I just think it's kind of like Freddie Freeman is a one-off uh, and kind of call it a day. 
you know, the the I loved your call on Ryan Braun in the with the Milwaukee outfielders, and even like you know Domingo Santana and Keon Broxton, depending where they're batting, I think they're in play as tournament options for sure. Not really cash, but like Braun's probably more of a cash option. But the other guys are more so tournament. Uh, for Miami, it's uh, you know Giancarlo Stanton, guy who just been crushing the ball. Uh, Ozuna and Yelich, I think they're all in play here in their matchup against Milwaukee in that really good hitters ballpark uh, against Estrada. Uh, you know, we have Eddie Rosario, Max Kepler and Byron Buxton. I think they're Robbie Grossman too. They're all interesting options against uh, Estrada. And I think you can definitely, uh, you know, mix them in your tournaments for sure. And they, I think they could become cash game viable too. Depends on the weather though. So just be on the lookout for that. Uh, don't really like many of these uh, Toronto outfielders. Like they're just, they're names that I absolutely hate. I get it though. Like the one guy I think we have to really talk about uh, and, he just, you know, he crushes lefties, right? Uh, is Steve Pierce. The question is, he's got a back issue. So will he be in the lineup? Uh, if he is in the lineup, he's just a guy that has mashed lefties throughout his career. So I would definitely consider him. I don't really want to play Jose Batista. I'm just going to let him uh, kind of tail off for the rest of the season and just die out because uh, he's lost me enough money this year and I don't need to be doing that anymore. Uh, he's just been a frustrating uh, roster most of the season. Uh, Coors outfield, you can play them all right. Uh, I, I don't think I have to tell you this at this point, but, uh, you know, if I had to pick one, it's going to be Charlie Blackman. He's the best play overall on the Coors outfield for sure. Uh, so he's a huge cash game option you want to consider on this slate, uh, Arizona, uh, man. So Arizona and San Francisco, I want none of the outfielders except one guy we could talk about. JD Martinez. Uh, I mean, he just absolutely is crushing the ball. It's like insane what he's doing. Just go look at his game logs and he's just kind of one of those guys that, he does not care who is out there. Let me look at his exit velocity right now. It's that 98 mile an hour exit velocity with 280 batted ball distance. Like this guy does not care who is pitching. He's just smashing the ball. So JD Martinez is a guy that I would definitely be, uh, definitely be maybe, maybe I'm not like playing. Like, if I'm playing 20 lineups, I think you could mix them in, in a couple, but again, uh, dealing with some injuries with the neck and whatnot. So, uh, he was scratched from Friday's game. So who knows if he'll even play, but, I uh, just wanted to note him, obviously, because of what he's been doing. Uh, and then the last game, uh, the Texas and uh, Los Angeles Angels. Uh, I'm probably not really interested in Texas that much, but uh, I know we've seen Texas like win people a GVP going on their own in this exact spot in Los Angeles when you know people were just not on them, and they're a team that has tons of upside, right? Uh, so the Mazaras, the Chews of the world against a righty like Birdwell, I think they're interesting in tournaments. And I'm only playing Texas if I'm stacking them, right? I don't think I'm really like taking them as one-offs, uh, more so just loading up on them, basically. And then in the outfield, uh, obviously, uh, you know, against a team like Texas, uh, you know, they have a lefty out there. Mike Trout and Justin Upton, uh, love them in these spots. Uh, they're just guys that smash lefties. So if you uh, have the money for them, I would definitely play them. But that's kind of it for the outfield for me. Uh, and obviously be on the lookout for value because it's, uh, you know, it's a weekend and there's call-ups and there could be some value plays to help you uh, make your team work uh, together. All right. So there you go. We covered the slate for you guys. Uh, with that, we move on to the stack of the day. Uh, Travis, you ready to, to go ahead with your stack? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we could start off with the stack of the day. I mean, we're keeping cores off the slate, correct? No cores, obviously. For, yeah, you know, um, the no cores rule. Come on, man. I'm just making sure, you know, there could be first timers out there. We don't know with NFL. So no cores. We don't talk about cores, uh, on the slate. It just makes, uh, you know, people know to play cores and whatnot, because look at the total and, uh, you know, the weather, it just makes, you know, obviously it makes sense to play, uh, to play cores. Right. So, uh, do you want to kick it off Josh or want me to kick it off? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll kick it me. off. That's fine. Yeah. So basically, uh, as Travis was saying, uh, cores field is the best hitting environment in baseball. It's not even close. So anytime there's a game there with the altitude in Colorado, the balls just fly out of the stadium. So a stack is always in play 
in Colorado. So we leave that off of the stack of the day since that's the obvious route to go. So for my stack of the day, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers here against Adam Conley. With that game being played in in, uh, Milwaukee, which is a very hitter-friendly park, uh, going against the lefty, guys like Braun, uh, Perez, Santana, Shaw, even Shaw in this lefty-lefty matchup. I don't mind him. Aguilar, Pena, Brock, like all these guys get hit, you know, and they're in a good spot here against a five-ball pitcher in, in a very good hitter's park. So um going to stack up these Milwaukee Brewers. I feel like we're going to see some line moving on there and Plytola going upwards as the day goes on um, once, you know, the trend gets noticed that this game's being played in Milwaukee and not in Miami. So keep on the lookout for that. But, yeah, Milwaukee Brewers for me, stack of the day. Expect them to, to put up a ton of runs. Stack away. Get as many of these hitters as you can. Uh, but make sure as you're building those stacks, you get your Ryan Braun, Ryan Braun in there too. He should be the, the starting point, the foundation of your Brewers stacks. Uh, how about you, Travis? Who's your stack of the day? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm torn. Uh, I'm very torn at this one. I'm having trouble because f- there's two I'm debating between. Uh, and the one, there's no run total out, which has me a little annoyed, but I think it's a good spot, obviously. Um, but I don't know if I had the money for them. That's the other issue. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know if I can spend for them for sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, man, I'm just going back and forth, back and forth. You know what? I'm going to go with the Phillies. Uh, they've, they've just treated me well this week, uh, and they've done me well. So I'm going to go back a the well with them. Uh, I like their outfielders. Nick Williams and Hoskins are two of my favorites to jam in. I love pairing up with either Galvis or J.P. Crawford. And, like, obviously, like this guy, like Jorge Alfaro, if you want a cheap, uh, you know, catcher, you can go to him. Uh, I think they're all in play, the entire lineup, up and down. I think it's super interesting. And I think they're cheap enough. Uh, you know, obviously, Hoskins costs money. But I think you can find some cheaper options throughout that helps make – uh, make it work with Zach Greinke. So I'll go with the Philly stack uh, against a guy like Kendall Grayman. I think they can definitely have a, a good time against him in that uh, smaller ballpark. And yeah, Philly stack it is. Uh, and it's, it, it's definitely September baseball if I'm talking about a Philly stack, Josh. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's without a doubt. But yeah, so there you go. We covered the slate for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy some baseball. Get ready for football on Sunday. Going to be lots of great content on Roto Grinders for you guys. And uh, we'll be on Twitter for you guys. Give us a follow. Follow me at Real. Joshua Giant. Follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Feel free to show over any questions or comments you might have. Uh, we're here to help you guys with football, too. So if you have any football questions, we both are pretty uh, pretty heavily into DFS football, too. So we're here for you guys. Um, and also, like I said, check out all the content that's going to be up on Roto-Grinders as the day goes on. Always great content on our site here at Roto-Grinders. But for my co-host, Travis Mangone, I'm Josh Sir Giant. See you soon, Grinders. by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. 
Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.